Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the Popular Apocrypha Podcast, the show where we act as fictional plastic surgeons, changing any character any way we want, and wishing we got paid more for it. Tonight, I am joined by Chief General Surgeon Tyler, yeah, head of Cardio Riley. Cardio? Cardio. Like like heart. Jazzercise? And, yes, like Jazzercise, <laughs> head of Jazzercise Riley. And yes. I am your trauma specialist, Nick. Uh, tonight's subject is John Carpenter's The Thing. Ooh. But first, some warm-up. Uh, Tonight, we're going to be creating monsters that will populate our fictional worlds as we are always creating this fictional world. A little peek behind the curtain. My writing in this script is very bad. Um, we're not this isn't scripted what are you talking about <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> we no, do it all off the cuff no, everything is just the boom off, off, off the top of my dome i mean by the time um, that you get past the uh the instructions for the game usually it's pretty yeah. off the cuff it's gonna be yeah for real what game um or so, the warm-up yeah, the whatever warm-up whatever you want to call it uh so we're gonna go around the circle and each of us is gonna answer one of the following questions Kay. similar to the hercules episode excellent which is a long time ago um, so throwback. There are going to be five questions. One is, uh, what is the monster made of or similar to? Where does the monster live? What does the monster hunt with or use to terrorize people? What is the short origin story of the monster? And are there any stories that the monster of the monster that people would tell around the campfire? Okay, makes sense. You'll, yeah, you'll have to repeat those as as it comes around. But yes, yes. yeah, I can only do that. Cool. And so uh, we're going to start with Riley. So, Riley, your first question is, what is the monster made of? Tyler, your first question will be, where does the monster live? I have, what does the monster hunt with or use to terrorize? Then, Riley, you will have short story of the origin. And, Tyler, if they have any legends told around the campfire. Already forgot both questions. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler, focus on me real quick. Yeah. Yours are, where does the monster live? And are there any stories of the monster that people would tell around the campfire? Okay. I'll try. And I'm what are they made of? And You are what are they made of? And what is the origin story? Excellent. Short origin story, please. Short origin story, yes. So my monster is made of granite. Okay. Yeah. It's a granite monster. Granite monster. Okay. Like a rock column? Yeah. Don't take him for granite. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they're from okay. the Vatican. The okay. Vatican, a monster, a rock monster, a lives granite in the Vatican. monster from the Vatican. Um, he hunts using um, a lure system, where he just drops crucifixes on the ground and waits for unsuspecting people to come up and try to fix or put the crucifix back on a table or something, and then he pounces on them. A giant granite monster just pounces on someone. Yeah. Cat-like it's, reflexes. He's scary. I think it's scary. He's fast. Like how scary would <laughs> a, a fast granite monster be? Yeah, it's like how yeah. lobsters have a land speed of 11 miles an hour. 11 miles an hour. That's ridiculous. It's very fast. Very, very fast. Um, so the legends that people tell around the campfire are that... Nope, yours is the origin story. Isn't that? Nope, your origin oh, story. origin he, story. He has okay, I, was, I, was, sorry, sorry, I thought that that's... Okay. Origin story. No, so where questions. he comes from. Uh, so, one day... Um, in the Vatican, um, they spilled some holy water on a maybe a little statuette. Okay. A little granite statuette. Right. And the holy water was actually demon water instead of holy water. 
Unholy water. Unholy water. Anti-holy water. I'm going to brand it. Okay. TM. Un- <laughs> unholy water. Unholy water. Um, and Get your unholy water at popularpocketfoot.com. Yeah. It's uh, it's pre- Not even our website. Precursed. <laughs> <laughs> you need to trust that our listeners know what I'm talking about. Um, and then he got cursed. But because it was originally holy water that then became cursed holy water, um, because someone- spit in it right spit in it yep who the pope the pope spit in it and it became unholy water oh boy we are on thin ice oh man maybe it's not the pope maybe (laughs) now it's no no no. okay 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 okay, okay. it was the pope's sister spit in the holy water go on okay okay the granite monster is similar to the joker in that origin stories differ Okay. Some okay. people say it's a pope. Some people say it's a sister. <laughs> okay. Whichever option is you. the least offensive. And that's why it no, changes. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> and oh dear, one of the legends mm-hmm. that circulates about this monster. Also, we didn't give this monster a name, Not which yet. I'm sad about. Will in a minute. Oh, okay, cool. Um, is that there's this legend of 50 years ago, this monster went up against a living statue of the Virgin Mary. <gasps> and they duked it out, and no one knows who won. But neither, because neither have been seen since. Really? They both disappeared? They both disappeared. 50 years ago? Yes. Interesting. But it could come back any day. Any time. Especially Spooky. if you summon one of them by either a heinous act one of in the Vatican, or a terribly beautiful act. There are multiple the then. Well, there's well, the Virgin Mary statue. Oh, you and mean some the... either one of the statues? Yeah, that's what Got I said. Got you, not the creature itself. No, the, there's, the, there's the creature, and then there's a Virgin Mary statue. Right, which duked it out. And they the duked creature. it out, right. yeah. Okay. We know how to name this creature. Yeah. What's a good name for a granite, a speedy granite golem well, that hangs out in the Vatican? What does it look like? Ooh. Because uh... that might help us. I want it to look like a Byzantine column. So it's, it's just, just a column. A column. Yes. <laughs> Can we name it? Can we name it Rocky? Rocky. Rocky. The column. <laughs> I'm digging it. Okay, Rocky the column. Rocky. Column. It sounds so like. Get you. Benign. Yeah. Just like... Super not scary at all. But then he he. Rocky. But he's fast. Yeah. Like a snake. <laughs> or like, like a, a snake, lobster. A snake. Or a lobster. That's true. Yep. Like a rock lobster. Like a rock rock lobster. (gasps) The rock lobster. The legends are true. That's what they called me in high school. You... Don't worry about it. How many times have you said that on this podcast? I continue to say it on this podcast. Okay, cool. So that was our first one. Okay. Gerald. I forgot his name. Rocky. Rocky. The rock lobster. Gerald's pretty good too. That's his middle name. Rocky. No, it's Rocky. Rocky the Gerald rock lobster. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, can, I can get down. All right. I dig it. Sweet. Uh, we're going to do another one starting with Tyler. Tyler, Kay. what is the monster made of or similar to? Yep. Uh, the monster is made of paper. Okay. Paper monster. Paper. Um, this monster lives in rural. Rural. Vietnam. Rural Vietnam. Rural Nam. Cool. What am I doing now? You are. What does the monster hunt with or use to terrorize people? Uh, okay. What's he made out of? Paper. 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 And he lives in Nam. So I think the monster uses origami omens 
to terrorize people. Okay. So he'll place, or she, uh, it, they will, th- yep, whatever, um, will place an origami figurine in front of the person's house, and that will coincide with how they are going to die. So, question. Yes. Okay. Does the monster end up causing that death? Or is it more like the monster places the omen and then it just like happens that they die due to the corresponding action? Or uh, I think it would be probably the monster predicts it. And then it just, it's like that magically happens yeah. sort of thing. Okay. So does the monster cause that to happen? No. Just a prediction? Yes. Okay. Interesting. So it's an... Well, maybe it's a part cause, part prediction. So kind of like Final Fan... Or right. Final, yeah. Final, Final Destination. Destination. Whatever. Final Destination. That's what I was Those are great thinking. Movies. Yeah. Yeah, where the freaking They're log flies so off the bad. back of the truck. And... <laughs> gotcha. Oh, man. Or the one My... with the laser eye surgery that fries that girl's face. Ooh. Or the one where the guy gets sucked down to the bottom of the pool and his organs get sucked out through his bum. That's a real thing. Is that, that happens, a thing? Though. Yeah. No. Good. Yes, it is. No. Yes, it is. No. Yes, it is. Nick Bates. Your butthole can collapse, sending <laughs> yeah, it's your. It's called your... rectal prolapse. Yes. Sending all of your bits right out through it. But you're not going to get sucked out through the bottom of a pool. You can. No. There was a small child that happened. It happened to a few years ago. But did his butt get sucked out? Yes. No. no. He her... just got dragged no. down to the bottom. No, she was stuck on the bottom. No, Nick. And no. It, it pulled part of her. It, it no. lower intestinal tract out through you, the rectum. No, it did not. Yes, it did. The, no, it did this not. This happened. Wrong part of I Reddit. Will Google this right now. <laughs> Try okay. me. Anyway, also, this is origami you, killer. You won't necessarily die from rectal prolapse. No, so. it's just horrible. It's, it's just sure. yeah, it's not good. She had to have some amputated. But what? Yeah, she had that part of her lower intestine removed. I'm, not believing anything Nick says for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Guys, I'm not lying to you. This is what happens. This is real life right here. I'm talking about important things that you guys need to know. You can have your anus sucked out of you. Okay, cool. I don't think so. Let's move on. What's my, <laughs> what's my question? Your question, Tyler, is what's the origin story? Um, this... Uh... Okay, so this paper monster originally belonged to he he it, it it was also used to be origami of sorts, and um, it acquired its uh, taste for predictions and omens and whatnot from its uh, previous owner creator whatever you want to call them from Blade Runner, the original Blade Runner film. Uh, with the uh, from the extended cut, I think it is, or maybe he's in the theatrical cut. I don't know. He is uh, okay. Uh, with the guy that leaves the origami uh, at different places, he makes origami and leaves it places. So he's the original creator. So this is set in that makes it set in post Blade Runner, the original Blade Runner film. Time is where this monster so far in the comes future. from. Far in, uh, uh, well, I don't know how far because the second one's in 2049, so in the next 40 years, so ish. Okay. Okay. Um, stories told around the campfire. Um, the campfire story of the origami monster is that a high-ranking official in the town uh, where it originated um, had a son who he loved very much. Um, one day on his front porch, af- no, one day, excuse me, he angered an elderly lady in the village and he was, she was not happy with him, and she cursed him. Uh, the next day, 
he stepped outside of his house and on his front porch were two pieces of paper one in the shape of a horse and one crumpled piece of paper the next day as the mayor was walking his wife and his child home a out-of-control cart came flying down the street and clipped the boy uh, who was then trampled by the horses of the guards chasing after the cart his wife distraught ran over to the boy but not uh, wasn't paying attention enough to see the boulder that was rolling down the hill next to them caused by said cart out of control this is a busy street coming yeah. down yeah it's yeah. the busiest street in town it's the main, main road main <laughs> thoroughfare uh, all the boulders cross boulder there comes, should have been looking yeah it should have been paying attention yeah. these boulders crossing all That's the time a, it's the main boulder migration pattern squished mama wife the boulder yeah boulder squished mama wife it's a rock horse trampled little boy they used to ride these babies for miles <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the mayor was very sad at the end. Wow. Brilliant. Yep. Perfect. And the joke is his wife, his wife was cheating, cheating on him. him. <laughs> is that from something? Yeah, it's from another episode. Oh. Yeah. That's an internal joke? Yeah. And I, I missed it. Apparently. Wow. No. I'm old. I think I said something about bondage and you go, ah, here we go. And, <laughs> okay. And then the joke was his wife was cheating on him. Anyway, what's the name of our origami monster? The swan. Okay. The swan. I like it. Short and What sweet. does it look like? A piece of paper. Just just a flat piece of paper. And it like walks around by like moving its corners. Yeah. Kind of like it's like a the video game I Am Bread. Yeah, sort of. But like when you see a piece of paper floating down the street, you never know whether it's a regular piece of paper <gasps> or the monster. Spooky. Spookums. Cool. All right. On to the How third. How many pieces of paper do you see floating down the final, street? Look, dude. I This is Trash City. <laughs> like 8 by 11, just white pieces of paper is what All I'm imagining. All the time. Hey, Riley. Specifically because I just go throw reams down the street. Dude, what? <laughs> grab reams of paper and just throw them out the door. It's one of my hobbies, actually. Yeah, that's really wasteful. No, I, I just try to give back to the na- back to nature. Back to nature. <laughs> Take your corpses. Yeah, exactly. but, bury your yeah, dead. Yeah. But Nick, <laughs> but Nick, do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind? So our third monster <laughs> is you um, hurt me. Good night, my dudes. Um, the third monster is a large underwater creature not unlike a kite but made of flesh and some bones an underwater kite made of flesh and bones made of flesh and bones yes what am i deciding uh yours is where does the monster live and i kind of decided that for you (laughs) all right it's a flesh kite (laughs) i don't like it uh well so much i mean i think it should live underwater okay it's an underwater flesh kite um under the scotland no the that's too riley antarctic Mm. topical and what's my question yours is what does the monster hunt with or terrorize people with monster monster um (laughs) i i stutter and i trip over my words and i say things that aren't correct the monster get off my ass the monster hunts the monster hunts people by um using terribly bad anti-jokes oh my god that cause them to hate it does he just whisper that to him yep he just whispers 
Oh my god! From and they the, because he's underwater. It's right. underwater. Underwater whatever. flesh kite that whispers. Uh, they hear it through the pipes, but they're uh, just anti jokes. God, this is awful. <laughs> just the worst joke. Like like when your dad won't stop telling that one bad dad no, joke. No, they're anti. No anti. Do you not know an anti joke? I understand what an anti joke is. I'm trying to make a point. I don't Nick, care. What's worse than a worm in your apple? Two worms in your. I don't, don't know. Say it. Three worms in your apple. <laughs> um, the kite. Flesh kite monster um, from the underwater areas of the Antarctic yes. um, was created in a freak uh, nuclear submarine accident. Ooh, like um, it. Cool. And when the submarine was clipped by something, we don't know what, uh, one of the men on board was fused with this kite that he brought to remind him of his son. Ooh. Um, and so he became a flesh kite. Yikes. And uh, he is upset about his current predicament, and that's why he whispers nasty, stupid jokes. But into... he copes through humor of sorts. Yes, yes, exactly. Same as myself, copes through humor. So <laughs> so, the, so now Riley's the campfire um, story, yes, right? Yes, now Riley has the campfire story about our flesh kite man. Flesh kite man? Yeah, that tells stupid jokes. So one day um, there was a flight around the world and they decided to cross over antarctica to cut their time and what a choice yep right because it ended poorly apparently because the plane that they were flying in crashed they had to survive by hunting pingus um but the what does a pingu look like it goes newt newt gotcha yeah uh the pingu herds of pingus um they would go into the water and they would have to run after them to to catch them um but there was a slippery patch of ice and one of the survivors hits the slippery patch and falls in the water but it's no big deal because you can just pull them out and you just make sure they're warm afterwards right okay so they go to grab them out of the water and then they hear this vibration in the ice around them right and they hear it almost telepathically the words, what's worse than a dead diver? And then there's a pause. And then this giant flesh kite just wraps the guy in the water up. Like as if you were wrapping someone in a in a blanket or in a carpet. Or a kite. And okay. then just okay. crocodile death rolls and pulls him under. <gasps> and then you hear the phrase, three dead divers oh no and then the ice cracks and they all fall into the water and then the movie goes black that's really quick that was movie. the scariest story i've ever heard yeah no nah, not really <laughs> but it was wow up there. It, was, it was really up there <laughs> i'm just trying i'm proud of you son <laughs> a Thanks. relatable um, monster his, I like it. his name shoot his name oh my god is alvin there we go tyler thank you alvin the scary kite monster Flesh mo- kite monster. Well, that also, was that was Alvin was the name of the dude in the submarine. Oh, so is his name still Alvin? It can be Alvin McFleshkite. <laughs> yep, there it is, ladies yep. and gentlemen. Alvin McFleshkite. Alvin McFleshkite. Oh boy. Also, there's already a, a monster named a kite. Huh? Hey, there's a, a cryptid named a kite. Like it's something that is humanoid looking. Um, but isn't quite a human. It's very skinny, typically pretty pale, missing a couple features. 
hunts in the dark. Um, sometimes you can hear them. They typically don't like people, but occasionally they've been spotted. Hmm. Cool. Spooky stuff. Spoopy. It's actually like kites actually really freak me out. Just the idea of them. Just like kids flying kites in a park that yes, really freaks yes. you out. Ch- yes, children's kites freak me out. They wow. attract lightning. Yes, they really. Oh man, Benjamin Button and Franklin and all of the Benjamins. He's scared of Benjamins now. <laughs> yep, I got a couple of friends who I have to have a talking to. Their names are Benjamin. Well. Or I won't ever talk to them again. That's cool, Yikes. too. Okay. And with that, <laughs> we are going to jump into tonight's surgery. So uh, tonight's patient is John Carpenter's The Thing. Originating in 1982, John Carpenter's The Thing made its film debut along with the wonderful Kurt Russell in the movie The Thing. Uh, found by an Antarctic explorer expedition and some researchers, The Thing is a parasitic creature that assimilates and, and, and imitates the researchers in the Antarctic facility. Wow. Uh, hi, my name is Nick Bates, and I just like trip over my words a lot. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, the creature then works to pick off the researchers one by one as it imitates those it kills and hunts the rest. Uh, the thing is often seen only as the creature it imitates, but sometimes with extra appendages or spikes that are created by the creature itself. Uh, these are often the only telling signs of the creature's presence. Um, most of the time, it's not discovered until later that the thing has taken down another person, and that person isn't always recognizable in the first place. Uh, so these stealthy moves are what make the thing such a threat, and at any time it could be in the room with you, imitating one of your coworkers or friends perfectly. Hmm. Um, the thing is an extraterrestrial. That's about all we know about it, is that it's kind of an alien species. We think it crashed down during with um, like an asteroid or a comet or whatever, comet, uh, like an asteroid or a meteor that uh, landed here on Earth um, and started to assimilate with the species nearby, but was frozen in the Antarctic. Are there any questions before we begin the dissection? Yes. What's up? What does it want? Um, to survive. It just kind of feeds on the researchers as time goes on. Oh. We don't really have any okay. information. Like it doesn't look like it's sentient. Or oh, like, okay. Or like super big. It just it just kind of like it's more animalistic. Yes, much more animalistic. But yet it can uh, it imitates, perfectly imitate. imitates perfectly, um, which we believe is a uh, not really a defense mechanism, but. Um, a, survival tactics. Yes, yeah, it's exactly. Like kind of like camouflage. Similar really. to yeah. yes, yes, yes. So it gets you close to the next target too. Ha, Super close. Does it? Can it imitate in new ways? Like, can it sp- speak things that it's never heard the person say before? Um, it seems to string together sentences just fine. Oh, but typically, okay. those sentences are things that uh, the person has said or that it's heard from other people and just okay. uses the person's voice. So it's able to use things that others have said. Mm-hmm. It learns quickly. It's yeah, quick I was going to say, because, okay, so to me, it does sound pretty sentient, because if it's able to correctly respond to, like, in a human conversation, mm-hmm. then that seems pretty, at least, pretty darn close. It does respond pretty quickly, so, so we, could, we could argue that it's sentient. The, the level of self-reflectivity that that would uh, require, I, I, think, I think that's a good question. Question for later, maybe. Uh, so, do we ever see it? feed it on a human like how uh no typically we just see the remains uh, oh, okay. left over which isn't much okay typically bloody messes um so it's kind of piles of violent? bones and flesh yes okay yes it's not like a like a, a feeding tube sort of situation it's right. more like torn apart um, just all that you found left is tatters of clothes and piles of flesh do we ever see its true form um, its true form is debatable. Typically, like oh, I said, okay. we see the spikes and extra appendages. Oh. Um, so it's kind of like 
smashed together uh, like a flesh cactus and a human. That's kind of what you get. That's what they used to call me in high school. The flesh <laughs> cactus. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yes. I don't want to dive into that one no. at all. Yeah. We're leaving it right there. Okay. Any other questions, Tyler? Um, I feel like I will, but for okay. now, no. Yeah, we can cross those later. Fairview? Uh-uh. Cool. Sweet. Um, so I don't have anything huge that I came prepared to be like, we're going to change this about this creature. You know, um, I do kind of want it to be a little more sentient, though. Something okay. that like clearly has a drive. Or motive. Yes. Um, and I think that motive can be whatever we decide it to be. Sexual. Um, sexual motive. The most sexual of motives. <laughs> Wants to bone down in all the towns. But not with humans, just with penguins. With just the penguins. Oh my god. No, 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 no. Which is weirder. We can keep in mind that an alien and a pengu or an alien and a human. Alien and a pengu. Have you played Mass Effect? No. Okay. Point made. Oh dear. Um we holy cow, I don't want to touch this one with a ten foot pole. Um so Golly. Uh, we do see in the movie that it takes over more than just humans. It also takes the dog um, of the researchers. It kills the dog? It c- kills and assimilates with the dog. Well, I'm not going to watch it. It's <laughs> I'm out. Okay, so both of the you movies are fantastic. Me. Okay, you lost um, me. I prefer the, the original version with Kurt Russell, but the new one's good too. But does the dog die in the first one, in the original? Yes. Then you lost me. I don't... How do I make that more I'm clear to you? I'm never coming back. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> it's got great practical effects. The movie? And oh, yeah. trying to redeem it for Russell. Tyler? The yes. dog dies. <laughs> okay. Kurt Russell is there, though. Maybe not sexual. Maybe. Okay. It's got less of a drive to fornicate. I mean, we could take it back even further. Like, okay. what if it doesn't even want to kill humans? It just doesn't want to be here. What if it wants to give humans a hug, but every time it does, it kills them? <laughs> and it assimilates with them? Yeah. Well, it's so all sad. an accident. <laughs> It's um, all an accident. It's most. just trying to learn and the, love. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was just beginning to love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it it wants to hug people. Okay. And then dies. And in this hug, kills them, eats them, and becomes one of them. Yeah. Embrace of death. Yes. Hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe not that. So its drive is not to have sex with or hug. Its new drive is to survive. What if we just leave the beastie, like the bestial drive to just survive? That self im. I don't help me with words. Does it want to return home? Possibility. Does it have a home? Was that was the asteroid its home? We just know that it's an extraterrestrial. What if it's not an extraterrestrial? What if it was human-made? What if it was a byproduct of the Hercules artificial intelligence? Ooh, crossover. <laughs> no. I'm, crossover no, episode. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Too much crossover. Too much. <laughs> no. Too we much need, collab. We need more. <clears throat> no. Less collab. We've I mean, already decided that all I mean, of these creatures live in the same world. Collab with us, but not that kind of collab. Okay. I have decided yeah. that all of these creatures live what? in the same world. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But no, not fair. necessarily created by the same thing. It's too much. Yeah. I take it all back. Okay. So, what was it created by then? What if it wasn't created? What if it's always existed? What if it's God? What if it's God? What? What if it's you the devil? Me. 
God is what dead. if the thing is the devil, and that is why it's doing what it's doing? It's Satine? It's or just a demon in general. A demon. A demon. Damon. All right, that's how you pronounce it. Figure. Huh? Damon. Demon. Well, Damon. Damon. Matt Damon. It's Matt Damon. Damon is the Latin term for both angels and demons. Boys, we're going around in circles here. What is it called? Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> oh my god! This is going to be the. the, the oh my god! Okay, so I, I, welcome to Halloween. Oh, hear me out. Hear, hear me out. My nightmares are okay. being realized. Here's what I'm thinking. So, what if it is a demon type creature okay. of some sort? We can get into okay. that a little bit more in a second. But what what do we know about demons traditionally in in lore and mythology? Is that they a pretty much hate humanity. Yep, not a fan of people. Want them to suffer and die. Correct. And relate to humanity as far as a general structure right. of morals and ethics. Uh, they, they go the opposite direction, usually. Yeah. They, they they want to become more vicious, it seems. They choose not to follow our moral code. Right. Or or choose to rebel against them. They follow them in, insofar as they hold to them, but they do the opposite of what they ought to, sort right. of thing. Right. They, they sin. They do evil. A whole different code. Right. So, what if the purpose of the thing, of this demon, is to what if it, what if its job is to imitate humanity in the opposite to be to try to be a version per se of humanity that acts in accordance with everything that is anti-humanity which is kind of already what i'm hearing like it it imitates humanity perfectly but it also tears the limb from limb right kills people it but and and is sentient but animalistic correct and well, as far as we we're aware acts in seemingly evil ways this would give it more sentience it would take away some of the animalisticness of it which again i, I kind of like that so maybe not but throwing it out there okay it's a damn. i am a fan of this idea i do i like it um the idea that it's kind of got a different drive that it's more of kind of a, a demon than anything else um I, I dig it, um, and it would kind of explain, yeah, like you said, some of the things along lines of imitating and tearing, rending right. the uh, researchers um, from limb, limb from limb. Follow-up idea, and then I, I, I want to know what you think in a second, yep, but follow-up idea to add on to this. What if the thing, this demon, their, their goal is um, well, sor- sort of retributive justice sort of and by that i mean what if their job is to imitate a, uh, imitate a person imitate a human or, or animal right um and then cause a, another human to do something evil to do something atrocious um terrible to another human right and then when that happens the demon attacks the sinner okay and or the, the person who has committed the evil and because they've been consumed and then they consume the person uh, you know, it, it would kind of make sense because a lot of the theme of the movie is like, who can you trust? Right. Who's, who's the creature? Right. right. And so we would have that kind of in there. Like people might be driven to do something crazy. However, I might think of that as more of like a sl- sub drive, like something that they're driven to after their main goal, Okay. which I want to say is protecting something in Antarctica. Ooh. Okay. Like defending something there. 
that we don't know is there yet. Before we get into that, because I'm liking that idea. I want to hear more. But Riley, you're giving you're giving yeah, us that face. You're doing that face again. Tell tell me what's going on in your head. Uh, I'm just trying to think. I'm still processing slash thinking a little bit. Okay. Um, I do like perhaps giving it the more spiritual nature. Okay. Um, I also like your idea that it's defending something, right? That maybe the researchers were drilling and then awoke something, right? So like maybe it's not extraterrestrial in that it's from outside of the earth, but it's from within the earth. And then that might be more kind of demonic or whatever. Like they've unearthed something, they've released something that then attacks them. Right. Um, And perhaps that would then kind of coincide with what they're, what it's defending is they almost got to whatever it it was defending. And then it, it came out. Um, I kind of want it. I think part of the terrifying nature of the thing is that it doesn't have a perceivable purpose. Okay. Like initially. Yeah. Perhaps because they just said it's, it's survival. Right. Um, but I don't know. I, I almost, I don't know. I need to noodle on it a little bit. I, I don't know if I want to necessarily, if we're going the route that it's defending something, I don't know if I want to make it about sin, maybe. Okay, let's put the sin and retributive justice, not justice. Okay. Whatever. Um, on, on, put that on the back burner. Yeah, put a let's pin in put it. put a pin in that. But I want to hear what Nick has to say about the the defending something. Like what, with from uh, taking it from back kind of to the animalistic side or and or the, the less clear motive as far as it's not as obvious. I just had a crazy thought. Sorry. What do you got, Riley? Uh, yeah. So. We make it more manipulative in that, or more sentient manipulative, and maybe even more terrifying in the sense that it's almost kind of like a virus instead of a, what's the word, uh, um, a tapeworm, parasite. What's it? parasite. Instead of a parasite, it's more of a virus. Okay. So what it does is it infects the person, okay, maybe causes them to be a little bit more irritable act out like it 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 lets the person be it doesn't necessarily take over the person yet but cause them to maybe be a little bit more irritable a little bit more aggressive maybe a little bit more attracted to people it likes that that person tends to latch on to people a little bit more with the end goal that the way that the virus spreads is in a ebola-like explosion of the person but not like they just explode, like you know, like not. I don't know. I kind of like the flesh. Not not comically explode. Not like a boomer from Left 4 Dead or anything. That's my favorite but kind of explode, though. Like maybe explodes out from their throat, or explodes like there's a gaseous expulsion, and then like uh like spores, kind like of a sporous explosion. But it's it's the gore that infects people. It's not a spore that floats out the gore has to get on someone. Oh, okay. So like the the flesh of that person mm-hmm. needs to make contact with the flesh of another person. So it sounds to me like this is a combination of alien, so that like the original alien movie and a zombie virus. Maybe I okay, so maybe not how we can retract how it spreads, but I like the idea that it almost leaves the person with a little bit of control. I don't know. I I kind of like the idea that it's an explosion. Of, of of flesh, you know, as gross as that sounds. But well, I mean, because the original movie had 
flesh carcasses, like yeah. what it would consume. Right. Now we just make the horror is that it happens before the eyes of. Well, also the the mutations of the creature attached to the host, right? Mutations of of what it, what that would look like with the kind of like the spiky appendages and tentacle looking things and just the fleshy grossness of of what it looks like maybe that kind of tends to happen during or after one of these explosions one of these fleshy bursts here's my concern okay i feel like we lose one of the major themes of the film and something that i i like and nick has said that he likes is the the theme of who can you trust? Mm-hmm. And because with that, it's especially if it can spread to multiple people at the same time, because then it's like, well, you just can't trust anybody. There is no hope that you can trust anyone because not, like one person explodes, two people are infected. It's like, okay, well, at that point, we see the inevitable end, like the, the inevitable end of these people because it'll just keep spreading outward. It's like a virus. Whereas with the thing... Um, from what again, I haven't seen it, but from what Nick has said, it sounds more like there's a, a covert agent sort of feel to this monster, and I don't think I think you lose that, at least the way that I'm envisioning yeah. it. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's not so much then an explosion, but like I don't know, maybe a weird fleshy tongue comes out of their throat or something, or. I don't know. I fleshy I, throat I, tongue. Yeah, fleshy throat tongue. I they're oh, making out. Name of my new band. Fleshy throat for. tongue. Fleshy throat tongue. We're only gonna do post hardcore covers of Taylor Swift songs. Ah, uh, no, I already got a couple bands for that. Mm. I was gonna say um, songs by Michael Bublé. One Direction. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> Another thing that I want to mention Hardcore is songs that you can make out I kind of don't want the person that's infected to have any control. Because, again, the idea is that it's like this covert agent that is Ooh. working toward yeah, something. this parasitic agent it's, that it's takes, takes control. Taking Maybe control. the only control Anybody the person takes. has is like a coma-like control where they can see everything that's happening. Ooh, Ooh trapped in. But can't, that's the can't do anything. Ooh. Oh, that's one of my yeah, nightmares, okay. that's, dude. That's, that's freaky. That's like spoopy. one of my genuine nightmares yeah. is being trapped in. Mm. And somebody... Mm, but can't, I can't show it. any outward signs. Right. Except oh. maybe moments before they die. I love What if that. it's only like their eye muscles? Sometimes they can like like make Ooh. their eyes widen. And, but it's and very like, slight. It's like slight. It's like, like grasping for control. Or maybe a, like a facial expression. Twitch. Right. A, twitch a facial eyes. expression that's not conducive to whatever's oh, happening. Yeah, it's just like it like switches instantaneously for like a half it's a like second. It's like a tick. It, but it's like a complete transformation of like facial expression. Almost so it's like agony. laughing to all of a sudden like like and it's like as if the physics of the face don't even work right. It all of a sudden is too like the like, body's in turmoil. crying out, and then it's back to smiling like half of a second. Just like, Maybe I'm I'm not about it being, being too twitch. severe, but I like the idea of a, of a twitch. Maybe okay. Maybe something like a like, grimace. You like, could definitely go from like smiling happy to like like. The eyebrows for. I'm thinking this is like and fast, like it, you, like you will miss it unless you're paying attention paying, for it, like like you're it. looking for it. I like that. Okay. Cool. So, coma like they have control, or they they can see everything they that's happening. See everything. They have no but they control. Have no have control. Because that and that keeps more like this is this insidious covert agent in, in invest infesting the lives mm-hmm. of these people. 
That's that's scary to me. As far as how it transmits, I don't know. The tongue, I feel like it's been done. Well, typically what, what happens from, from what we can tell is it, it lures someone in alone and then... Then they go to bone town. A, a, no. Well, oh. I mean, in a sense, as in they oh. turn into a skeleton. Yeah, they become um, bones. They become the bone person. They so become I was right. the bone town. Uh, I, yeah. Yes. This is, this is October. This is Halloween month. Yes. You knew what I meant. Bone yes, town yeah. definitely means being stripped of flesh. Yeah. Yes. What did you think I meant? To all of our listeners out there, no other place besides being stripped of flesh is now bone town. Okay? Yeah. What? Now, the bone zone, on the other hand, we can get into when you're older. Um. Typically, anyway, or not, they go into the bone town. They okay. they're lured. Yeah, <laughs> they're lured away and taken to bone town. And so, that's I still hate that phrase, but that's kind of how it happens. So maybe we can tie that in with kind of the the spreading of things and what that looks like. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Ah, I, well, because then, then perhaps. It would be similar to the predator almost in how the predator can mimic vocal stuff where the when it comes time, the thing carries the person away somewhere off on its own with another person around. And then it allows the person to resume control for a second, cry out and like, help me, resumes control to kind of lure someone in to go help. Right. Um, I mean, it wouldn't even need to do that though because it can imitate perfectly anyway right correct so it could just cry out for help fair like but it, i wanted to be sadistic okay like it's a little using, bit that's that's more demonic bit like more. Th- that's yeah. just for its own pleasure a little, a little at that more point. Evil. like that's that's more evil for yeah. sure give you back control for a little bit yeah. just to have take some it fun. back i like it so luring people off using just a little bit of freedom for the for the host maybe yeah it's terrifying yeah um okay i would like to jump back into its purpose yeah, because we've kind of got a little bit more of what it is. What's it defending? What, what's it doing? So I like the idea. It doesn't have to be this, but I like the idea that it's defending something in the Antarctic, okay. right? Um, whether that be a a den for for demons, whether that be something else, whether that be the gates to hell, whether that be, um, I don't know, a facility that we're not supposed to see because something's going on there, a little more dangerous. I'm I'm kind of leaning toward it's defending kind of a den. It's defending its own, either its own offspring or the offspring of something else. It's been posted outside as like the guard dog. Thought. Not me. Um, <laughs> Got him. Um, what if this den is the last bastion of like demons, plural, on the planet? The rest of them are in some sort of weird hibernating sort of state okay and they were forced there by in through somehow i we could get into that at some other time um i was gonna say and the Zeus, the global spread episode. of christianity in the 15 to well more like the uh, uh, the the zero to 1500s the global spread right. of christianity during that time forced them um well not just christianity either christianity judaism uh, Islam all forced forced these demons down to where there were no people anymore. Ooh. They had to leave. They had to flee from um, these these because people. of their persecution at the hands of humans. Yeah, which that's is a, a weird, weird way, way to, to say, say that. It, isn't it? Oh, that's a weird you way to like say the that. The idea of persecution of demons. I mean, I do like it. Well, that's what it is. Wouldn't it but be? it sounds weird to say. I don't argue with that. Yeah, there's no so, argument for me. They're holed up in Antarctica. 
um, gathering strength for one final attack for, for a big one dish. I don't know. Maybe th- I I'd like to leave that just okay. They're just gathering, ma- and strength. maybe maybe that's just what they do they, to gather strength to survive or whatever. Um, Riley's doing his facing again. I don't I'm know. Just, sorry, I'm thinking. I kind of wanted to be an artifact. Oh, that would be good too. Maybe okay. that would be better. Not a actually. den. It's an artifact. But an artifact that maybe leads to the remainder of the demonic whatever. The army demonic of the population. The, maybe. Maybe it's like a container that contains them all. Or. I mean, or, or it could be like a portal it, to hell sort of thing. Or is it like um, something like the Rosetta Stone, which. If if used correctly, can help us translate old texts and give us information that the demons wouldn't want us to know. That's a very seasons seven through ten of Supernatural. But I haven't seen those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not experienced in in that in, the, in, that, in that show season in those six. seasons. They introduce these tablets written by the scribe of God that are exactly what you're talking about. Fun fact. But so then maybe not. Uh, but I do like maybe an artifact sort of thing. But I'm maybe more, I'm more on on board with that. So we can kind of keep it singular. Okay. It's an artifact that's inextricably linked to this monster. Okay. Right. Like the artifact itself controls the monster. So if you had the artifact, Ooh. you could control the monster. You'd have Would control it be control or just like? The ability to defeat, sway probably or... defeat, like right that they're inextricably linked, which okay. is why it's defending it. It's defending him. That's the survival. It's defending yeah, itself. Okay, the, yeah, there's the. But it's also scenes. evil in that it likes to play a little likes bit. To, yeah, screw yeah. with people still. Mm-hmm. Right, like maybe it was a force, or it was a thing that existed, Ooh. a demon or whatever that then got trapped into this or connected to this artifact object. And now they're inextricably linked and bound. Right. So he's he's bound here to Earth through this object. At least to this object. Right. Through, right. Through, I would say through this object. Like he's he's bound to this object, which is here in the physical plane yeah. of Earth. And so he is now bound here. There. That makes sense it's, to me. Whatever it is. What are you going to say, Tyler? I was going to say, so we know in like Roman and Greek mythology that there's demigods, right? Correct. So taking that sort of idea um, into a less... That Grom, uh, Groman, Roman and Greek mythology. Groman, <laughs> Groman, um, less Groman mythology uh, into more of a uh, idea of a, a demigod, but instead of a god, it's a demon. So like it's part human, part demon, sort of thing, or something along those lines. Hmm. But that would that would also tie it to the earthly plane without the necessity the of the artifact. artifact to bind it. It could still need the artifact for some like. For so, whatever, so but you propose a human demon hybrid in the form of this creature. I mean, it's a thought. Well, I would argue that the demon or the entity possessing the person is what creates the hybrid. You're right. That's that's true. You're right. Right. So... Yeah. Throw scrap scrap what I said. And now that I'm thinking about it more, I'm okay with it. Not really us not really having a full origin story for it right. because that just makes it even more. Unknown and right. uncertainty equals anxiety. Yes, so. for real. Yeah. So like, that's so scary. I would like the object to be a. I want it to be weird. I mean, you said a Rosetta Stone. Yeah, but maybe I want it to be almost 
like a optical illusion in the sense that if I if I were to look at it, it would look square. Like if mm-hmm. I were to look at it head on, it'd be square. Sure. But if it's at another angle, it shifts to another object. Ooh. Right. Similar idea, sort of, in that same sort of a crystal skull. No. Get out. No. <laughs> that's, Obviously, that's Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> um, that's the best Indiana Jones movie. It's Temple of the Crystal. You skull. can leave anytime. <laughs> um, so I'm you, speechless. Have you both seen Interstellar? Yes. Yes. So what if this artifact was a very smaller, uh, much smaller, very smaller uh, version, or it looked like um, a much smaller version of uh, the wormhole in Interstellar. So you, you know how that kind of bend that bends physics sort of thing, right? It's yeah. kind of hard to look at. Yeah, it's but a, it's you can't definitely really tell, physical, right? But you can't really tell like what's up and what's down with this thing, what's right. left, what's right, like this. Or the, the, we can make it. I I kind of want to go along the, these lines, and it's almost SCP like in that I can pick it up, I can hold it in my hand, but when I look at it, I have no idea what to tell you I'm looking at. Right. Not exactly. because I don't know no, what it no. is, but because I cannot physically tell you what I'm looking at. Exactly. I'm, okay. I, I'm on the I mean, same page. It kind of sounds like a Tesseract to me. Sort of. Right. Like but I wouldn't even be able to tell you what it looks like. Being, uh, I don't know what this... I can't I can't speak what this is. Right. It's almost and, Lovecraftian in that it, it takes away like your Cthulhu, words yeah. of what right. it is. Right. And do you yeah. mean Tesseract as in Tesseract like Wrinkle in Time or like Tesseract like Marvel Universe? Because... No, no, no. Because Marvel Universe is just a cube with lightning in it. Right. Exactly. Um, so it's not like that. <laughs> Argue it's, with me, tell me I'm wrong. Because <laughs> I'm not. That's, a lightning um, cube. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm thinking like like Tesseract and the idea of like a shifting borderline 4D object. Yeah. That that is continuously changing because of how but, time space works. But in this in what this universe we're creating, uh, you wouldn't even be able to use those words you just used to describe it. Correct. You just it'd be like, it wouldn't the, even different. The name work. the researchers have to reference it by is the what the thing mm. meta meta <laughs> <laughs> the chasm it the... would be it would be they would originally that. try to oh i like that just that 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 what is that 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 yeah. is that is that well which is uh, that's very scp because i'm drawing that from the toaster that is scp oh, yeah. that can only be referred to in the first person yeah. me you can only talk about me as me and i at i make bread so, yeah, um, it's great. Okay, I was thinking it would probably be named after the researchers who discover it. So probably someone along the lines of it would be like like the like the guy's name is like Richardson. It'd be like the Richardson artifact. I mean, the Dick that, artifact. that makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. I just think with the lore that we just kind of established, I think that just calling it that makes it more ominous and uncertain and the uncertainty is what we're going for as far as the, the thing what I, is that I think. that is that that i kind of like i like calling it the thing now that i think about it really yeah you like honestly the like dwelling it on a little bit more like i like meta? calling it the thing yeah well then what would you still call the thing the thing i think they're inextricably linked okay so, one without the other right so the, they are the thing they are the thing Ooh, that's interesting mm. so they make up the thing but then, well, I mean, they would, the, the humans, the researchers, right? Assuming that they ever got to the artifact, which is unlikely. Let's admit it. Yeah. Um, well, they would want a way to differentiate between the artifact and the creature, wouldn't they? 
or would or would that be impossible? Would that, I, like, is that part of the effect? Of I think it? to get to the artifact, they have to end the creature. Like well, they, they have to, but they, they have can't to get, end the creature yeah. without the artifact, right? Oh, is that so? It's it's they have to be linked to like that, right? Right. So like you'd have to like distract a creature and then get in or something or, or something. something. You have to figure a way. Around. It's not my job to figure out how to kill it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just we're, making the thing. We're right. not movie writers. So, yeah. <laughs> so you you cannot kill the thing without having control that. of the artifact thing. Or at least that. defeat it. I don't even know if you could ever kill it. But to maybe silence it, to stop it, to... Coop it up. Coop, contain yeah. it. Contain it. Yeah. Um, maybe it's... They are the thing, but you refer to the creature as... It. As it. And the artifact is that. Okay. It's going to be heckin' confusing. <laughs> Well, also, I think we don't necessarily. I okay, getting too much into <laughs> the what we acknowledge things. I think if you were to say they are the thing, okay, you could infer by context clues what they're talking about. That's probably true. Most of the time, the Nin- thing that's 90. coming at me is probably thing. that thing versus the object I can pick up. Right. Like I found the thing. You're probably not going to say it like that if it's no. the creature. Yeah. I found the thing. <laughs> uh, It'd be yeah. more like the thing, the, the, the thing, the thing found me mm. would probably be more. Well, apt. also you'd probably call the person's name that it's infecting. Mm, that's true. Right. Oh, that's a good point. Or so then you it got Sarah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I understand. Okay. I'm tracking with you. Cause, and then you wouldn't really need to call the creature anything no. because it's the yeah. people that you're seeing. The thing and that, again, it's yeah. not likely that they'll get past the point where it's infecting the last person. So, Makes sense. Okay. So okay. then what's the next? So it's sadistic, right? It's sadistic. It's, it's evil. Likes to cause pain. Likes right. to cause pain. It's, Correct. It, it wants to. Especially emotional pain. Yes. Mental. Distress. Yes. It brings it. It brings out. if Again, with the perfectly imitating and being able to apparently to observe the, the humans prior to in, infecting. Um uh, I, I it would make sense that it can draw out or n- just know through that assimilation process what th- w- person A, the infected person's relationship is with person B, the target, and therefore like draw out the most painful things in that relationship and mm-hmm. use those and manipulate mm-hmm. the target yeah. through that. Mm-hmm. Which, oof, that's sinister and dark. So you guys talk for a little bit. Because I need to noodle a little bit on how it infects people. Okay. So we aren't establishing much of a backstory, right? No, nothing huge. Right. I think but, it's just like it's, it's dug up. But what about what we see in the film? What about it? That, that story. Do we need to establish anything in that particular story? For example, new, new universe the dog doesn't die. Okay. Tyler wants to save the dog. The dog okay. finds the artifact. If the dog doesn't die. And the dog wins after all the humans are dead. If your <laughs> story goes like that, then how does the parasite or virus or anything like that, how does it observe the people before stepping to? I guess I'm imagining because again, and I haven't seen the movie, so I didn't know that that the dog was its way of doing the, the that. The dog is the first, the first person infected, first yeah. thing infected. Gotcha. Um, not, not a person. Dogs can be people too. Um, <laughs> I, I was thinking that I just implicitly, I was thinking that this creature was able to become non-corporeal, 
and it could it could become non-material. It could okay. like float through objects. So it ghosts in and watches them first. Right. That's what I'm imagining. And, and in doing so, it can't it can't affect them when it's in that state. Right. Right. Um, and so it just it's only able to observe, and it's not going to suddenly materialize. And I don't even think it, maybe it can suddenly materialize okay. um, away from the artifact. And so it has to go back to the artifact, rematerialize, and then come back up and or travel. whatever. And then okay. go and then infect. So that's what I was thinking. And that mm-hmm. would allow it to observe. I, I just imagining this, again, as this more demon-like creature, they're often considered non-physical. So that's that's where I was just assuming that. Um, but Right. Plus, it allows the dog to live, and I'm I'm in favor of Tyler that. Just so wants the dog to survive. I, or they're just to not be a dog. That's okay, fine. We'll remove. We the can dog just now. make the dog go away by not killing it, and that I'm okay with that. You're you would prefer no dog over over dead dog. The dog dies. Yeah, absolutely. And then comes back to life through the parasite. I don't think you can really qualify that as comes back to life. The parasite's alive. Yeah, but it. The dog doesn't come back to life. Yeah. Its identity has changed. Debatable. I think if you have something that learns as fast as it or whatever it is right. as the thing, um, and then you're adding also this almost spiritual element to it, I don't think it would need to observe to instantly attach to someone, instantly learn everything about them and how they interact with people. What do you mean? I'm 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 not picking up what you're saying. You mean like so like taps into their brain? Kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't thinking it could do that. Well, because it's already it knows relationships, right? And how to like how to once it's a assimilated person A. Right. So it assimilates a person, gathers that information, right, and then can use it. I think at some point this object was hidden away. Okay. Right. Was was used to whatever the backstory is. It's kind of it needs to be left up to yeah, whatever just, yeah, it, it, it just exists it gets ambiguous here yeah. right put into this object and then hidden away the researchers find the object i'm picturing the lead researcher touches it and then gets instantly attached oh okay or instantly affected Infected. so they find it yeah they okay. find it they don't know what it is they think it might be a new energy source whatever okay um the lead researcher then immediately gets boom tacked on to okay right and then weirdly they don't know. no weirdly because then the lead researcher is like i think we should leave it here like right. we should come back and study it right whatever um and then they leave it and kind of go back to the research lab yeah that's better and i think because it's, it's don't need that non-physical stuff i right. like that you're right spiritual in a way but also instantaneous mm-hmm. i i don't think it would need to observe to instantly gather who this person is how i related to people so does it need contact with the flesh then yeah okay there's no researcher that i know would ever touch something they don't know what it is without gloves on well what if what if they do have gloves on like yeah Yeah. or maybe it's not through they would have gloves on so maybe it doesn't have to be through flesh contact to the object but maybe through flesh contact to spread it's just like matter contact like once matter contact like well See, I would, I would be, I'd be cautious about that one because yeah. then the creature, creature could just go around touching you on the shoulder. Yeah, right? that's true. At, at which point, like, oh, it's spread to everybody without anything. I think it's got to be something a little deeper than that. Okay. Well, I mean, it could be different between person to person than artifact to person. That could be different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that it has to be exactly the same. 
So from artifact person, I think that the, the researcher touches it maybe on accident. Maybe they're drawn to it. The artifact draws them to touch it. And it and that's why. Um, that's why the researcher touches it. It's just inexplicably drawn to it. And then between person to person, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm you're right. Let's get rid of that non-corporeal stuff. I, I do still like the the some of the demon elements, but we already have the sadistic evil nature and stuff like that. So it's already kind of demonic in that sense. And in this way, it is non-corporeal because it's transferred through that touch, but it's not floating around in the mist as if it's uh, truly a, like a spirit. So I'm on board with that. With the movie. Yeah. And and our version, The Dog Not Dying. Um, are there any other like really key plot moments, like really key stuff that we need to incorporate that you can think of? I mean, there's the end of the creature, but we've already d- discussed that. Um, like the end of the movie, how that how that all rolls out. Um, other than that, it's like, th- like most of the main plot points are you can't trust anybody, um, that it's unearthed in the Antarctic, and that they're cut off from anybody coming to help them. Right. Okay. Like most of the movie happens through this storm. Um, so they're kind of cut off from contact with the outside and nobody could get to them. They can't go anywhere. So do we want to keep the storm? Just leave it just as a naturally occurring thing? Happens. Blizzards happen. Okay. You know? And so I don't think that's anything major. And I don't think it even needs to be like, oh, well, the creature caused the storm. I think when do we want this to take place? Bad luck. Like the eighties? Put it back in that time or? That's when the original happened. The remake happened in, I want to say 2012, 2010. I'm just thinking, like... It's more recent than that, actually. I think it was 20, 2015, something like that. Our technology's improved a lot. Like, it's not impossible by any means to get your technology blocked out from getting signals and reception and stuff like that. But, I mean, modern state-of-the-art, like, sat sat phones and stuff, like, they're designed to help you not get stuck like that. Yeah, so, right. I'm trying to imagine that happening in modern day, and it seems a little less believable. Still believable. It still could happen. Well, But it's just not quite as... Threatening. Even with sat phones, I mean, it's hard to get in and out of a blizzard. Yeah, like no, absolutely. Blizzard. Like if you watch anything with like alpine skiing absolutely. and rescue and stuff like that, like even with their advanced helicopters and and the yeah. the, the badass pilots that they've got, they still can't get in there during a blizzard. Right. Like if it's going, if it's hard to see, if they can't do anything, can't get in there, can't get out. I'm just saying, to me, it's a little more threatening if it's without more advanced technology. Right. No contact with the outside. Not world. just communication technology, but also modern laptops and other stuff yeah, that's a right. little more ominous to me because it's a little yeah. less i mean for me i guess maybe that's just because it's a little bit less familiar because that's what i'm used to yeah. so i i want it to be a little bit more spooky spookums hmm. so riley hmm. what are you thinking about person to person how is it how is it transferring what's the spread between like? person a to person b um i i thought about what i because I still want it to cause death. I don't want it just to transfer to people and then. Right. No, I agree. Right. Like a virus. Sort of like I still want it to, to have a lasting impact by killing off people, killing off remainder. It's linear. It can't like go back to. Right, right, right. And also killing off members of the team. Right. Um, So I, to keep with the sadistic nature, I kind of want it as it leaves the person that it's leaving. It, 
causes massive internal hemorrhaging, micro fractures. Yeah, that's what I was. The person just dies of pain. So there's no longer consumption. No. Okay. Yes. So that part of the animalistic beastliness is Mm. done away with. Yes. But the sadistic stuff is enhanced. A lot of that grisly imagery that we see. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because if it's, it's all internal stuff, especially, yeah, because it's it's no longer like the sp- spiky looking and tentacles and creepy, creepy, parasitic view like that. Right. If they're basically killed from the inside out, um, there's no destruction like that, uh, unless maybe we say that um, due to the internal damages, the body decays faster. An alternative which kind of freaks me out a little just bit. Just throwing it out there. So it, it transfers over to the new person, right? However that happens. And then um, that relinquishes control back to the original person. But now the new person, person B, is now under the control of this parasitic um, creature. And I, I kind of like the grisly um, physicality of the the way that that sounds like these these individuals have been killed and Mm. consumed so um i i and i i also like the ability that that the the thing has had in the past movies of being able to morph in shape um that's the thing like the things where we see the that tentacles and the spikes and those sorts of things um so i'm imagining more like once the second person is infected that person like sprouts like massive meat claws or whatever out of their hands and and tears the newly fatigued um uh probably in pain um uh, person a the person who used to be infected tears them apart maybe consumes them maybe just tears them apart seems a little more sadistic if it's less consumption because that's again more understandable so it's just for its own delight just does it but that requires the physicality of it, and I, I don't know. I'm a fan of that. I am, too. I like the the beastly claws and yeah. razors and yeah. whatever. I don't know. Teeth. Teeth, yeah. Thoughts, Fairgrave? Yeah, I I guess just that, that then changes kind of... It's more manipulative, because it, it could do whatever it wanted with the body. Right? It doesn't need to be manipulative mentally. It could just... No, it just likes to. Yeah. Which, again, going with the more sadistic, less animalistic stuff, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like some of the gruesome beastliness. It likes the mind games. It doesn't have to resort to mind games, but it likes the mind games. It likes the mind games. It also likes tearing people apart physically. It likes both. ¿Por qué no, no los dos? ¿Por qué no los dos? Maybe when it leaves the person it puts them in such severe pain that they can't move. Yeah, no, that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. And then the new person actually eats them. Like it for and the person watching cuz it's they're in like a un, they're, they're not in control. Oh my god. Ooh. Oh, it's freaking yeah, me okay. out right now. There there it is. But that's like it. So maybe it with sl- still some of the so it, the like fangs come out so and like it, it becomes a venom mouth but it doesn't uh, but less so than what i was originally thinking right. so it's so still it's some not, of that not but it's not quite sort of it's, yeah it's not like its hands suddenly become completely un, no longer recognizable as human hands right that they, they get some additions maybe but, the nails grow out or right, whatever some, enough to tear someone apart exactly it but, enhances yeah not enough to remove the humanness of the exactly. person then watching through his own eyes what he's doing Ooh. yeah that's yep yeah. okay 
Yes. This, this is the scariest monster we've ever made. Like this, <laughs> this thing's freaking me out right ugh. now. Okay. Yep, that's good. I'm going to have nasty nightmares about this. Um, With mind games, does it have any abilities to project mentally or no? Mm, no. Okay. I just want to throw that out there because I was thinking like, what if it could like make you see things as well? But I I'm okay with not. more being able to just control you. Okay. And like, cool. like tweaking with the people around with like screen. That's, that fits better with the who can you trust theme of the original films. And yeah. Stuff, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that too. Cool. I'm game. I like it. Mm-hmm. This is, this thing is terrifying. Um, if the thing actually did have a name other than what we've given it, that the thing, whatever, what would you name it? Uh, I think it would have something in an ancient language that we couldn't pronounce. Are you talking about actual name? Or what I would call the entity. I would call it Jeremy. Okay, so Jeremy. I would give it kisses. Okay. What? Look, I don't think it would have a name that we could pronounce. But he'd still give it kisses. Whether, yeah, I would still give it kisses. I'd put a kiss all up in it. I was um, going to say Garbaldo. 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 Sounds like a pizza place. It does yeah, sound it does. like a pizza place. Sounds very Italian. I was thinking Latin, though. I think it would have a name in some ancient latin well you know what language is a direct descendant of latin espanol italian mm. grimaldo <laughs> grimaldo grimaldo isn't that a pizza place uh, that is a pizza place okay <laughs> i don't know i don't want to give it a name i don't either i don't actually either no but you asked what would his name be yeah Ger- Jeremy Grimaldo. Jeremy Grimaldo. Jeremy Grimaldo. Sounds like a boy up the street that you beat up on the daily. No. Yeah. No. Sounds like you, Tyler, would beat him up. No. Tyler, how can you be so cruel? I'm anti-bullying. Tyler. Tyler. Nick Tyler. Bates. I'm disappointed. Your mother and I raised you better than this. What is happening? <laughs> Riley, would you like to care? Would you care to weigh in on Tyler's predicament and what he's been doing? No. What is happening? happening? <laughs> Your father and I are both very disappointed. I'm not. I'm not Tyler's father. All right, probably going to cut that, that out. <laughs> that wraps up this portion of our podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening along to our shenanigans um, as we create this creature that genuinely freaks me out. Um, I hope you've noticed some changes in quality recently. Uh, you might see them go up and down as we uh, record here and there and try out new things. Um, we recently picked up some new microphones and working on a new setup right now. Yeet. So uh, we're hoping that our quality will skyrocket in the future. Uh, but I guess we'll see what comes with uh, time. Um, soon we are going to be taking care of some very important business that Tyler will tell you about now. Yeah, so um, this next Saturday, not tomorrow, the next day, uh, November 3rd, we are partnering with Team Rooster Teeth for Extra Life 2018. If you don't know what Extra Life is, it's a charity live streaming event online um, on uh, on sites like Twitch and YouTube, um, Facebook and other sites like that that have live streaming where um, it's a community that is going to come together and play games online for 24 hours straight in order to raise funds and awareness for the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Um, we are joining uh, Team Rooster Teeth, as I said, um, in order to... Um, try and add into that fundraising goal. Our goal is $1,000, um, which may or may not seem like a lot, but um, if we reach that goal, then Nick and I get to shave Riley's beard on the live stream. We're going to be playing some awesome games, both some video games, maybe some board games, maybe some other things. We've got some cool stuff planned and in the works for you. Um, so 
keep keep that in mind and check it out. Uh, you can find it at extra-life.org slash participant slash P-O-P-A-P-O-C. Or you can just go to the website and click the link, P-O-P-A-P-O-C.com. That's probably easier. So uh, check it out. We're, we're hoping to raise some funds for our local Children's Miracle Network Hospital um, here in the Boise, Idaho area. And we uh, hope that you can join us, whether that's through creating a, a team of your own, joining our team, joining Team Rooster Teeth, uh, playing games online, streaming it, um, or donating or just sharing what we or others are doing on November 3rd. Again, it's November 3rd to November 4th. Um, it's from, for us, it's 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time to uh, on November 3rd to 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on November 4th. Cool. Uh, thank you guys again so much for joining us. Uh, we love to hear feedback from you or uh, just know that, that you're out there uh, cruising along to our crazy shenanigans. Uh, if you'd like to get in contact with, with us in any way or want to learn more about us, you can find us in multiple places, um, Twitter, Instagram, and our website. Uh, for Twitter and Instagram, it's P-O-P-A-P-O-C podcast. And our website is popapoc.com uh, please check us out leave us some feedback let us know what you think uh, if you've got any uh, characters that you want added to the pit please let us know we would love to hear those and uh, pull them apart as we do like and the thing one more time yes like the thing yeah pull yep. them apart yeah perfect viciously yeah. and with pain it's wonderful yep all right um, and with that I believe we will be signing off kisses But did his butt get sucked out? <laughs>